Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk through my first try at formatting and just my initial thoughts about it. Um, If I could scream in the car on the way to work and it would leave any kind of um, feelings I have about formatting right now, trust me, I would, but I know it's not going to get me anywhere, so I just know I need to pray about it. Um, I'm very glad that I saved a file. So the first thing you need to do is open up your manuscript and you need to hit save and hit it and, and call it style one or format try one. Um, I already had a format try. That's the one I actually called the first one. I don't know why, cause I wasn't in the formatting stage, but do not question that. I don't know. Um, but I actually called it style one and I tried to play around with the template that I got for free off of a website it was like diy formatting or something and they gave you free word templates and you could choose um the margins would be already set for you well that's fine but those margins were not the same ones that were set for ingram spark so i wasted a bunch of time when all i should have done was go straight to the ingram spark style guide they have a formatting guide and it lets you know exactly what you need to do. However, I'm not very confident that I did it right. Um, It gives you numbers and I went in and I tried to click it and then I had the strangest looking um, book size. It looked like miniature size and it ended up saying that I had 700 and some pages and I'm like, what? You know, um, so I'm not really sure I was doing it right. So I've like flipped out And then I was like, okay, I'm deleting this one. So I got rid of that one. (laughs) I opened my document back up and I saved it style two. Then I just decided I'm going to do some other style issues other than trying to play around with the gutter. And and I'm just going to set it exactly what Ingram Spark says um, instead of trying to use another template that's already preset. Well, when I did that and I set it up, it still looks a little odd to me. Um, I don't quite know if I did it right. And that's the thing. I've got to be sure because every time you put one up, um, and you get your proof back, you know, you've got to wait for it to come in the mail. You've got to send new proofs. Like I want this joker to be right to begin with. 
So then I said, okay, I'm not going to spend two hours working on just the sizing and looking this stuff up. I'm just going to go back into my edits and I'm going to see how I want it to look as far as my images and everything goes. And let me just go ahead and put my placement of my, my embellishments. So no, I did not even do the every odd and even page where the left hand side has my author name at the top and on the right hand side it has the Hartwell Chronicles um, book one like I'm not I'm not even there yet um, not even at page numbers yet I'm pretty much back into my manuscript I'm in round four so I'm rereading it into the formatted boxes like I've got it um, I decided to do that yesterday so I made the executive decision to just get out of um, the simple word and try to do a chapter at a time edit it look at book view um, make sure everything looked lined up per chapter and to give it one good stamp of approval and then hit page break because I didn't hit page breaks as I was going along which is so dumb like I could have done that to start with so that's a tip for you every time you get to the end of a chapter go ahead and page break it so that way you don't have to just do something else tedious later. Um, and then you'll get accustomed to hitting the page breaks. So as far as my embellishments go, I wanted like fancy swirls and all of that. Well, then I started thinking this isn't really for my genre. If this was, you know, a romance teen book, yes. This is paranormal horror romance so I need a cross so I went and I found myself a cross and I debated back and forth I'm getting advice from the kids in the house and Eli and um, ironically enough they chose the one that I had previously saved um, as the one they liked and that's the one that's not only going to be in my chapter break but that's the one that's going to be on the back of my t-shirts so um, I already have that image ready or it's going to be around my somehow as a backdrop of my logo so I already know um, that 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 is the cross because it's going to be the cross in the book for the for the chapter breaks so I uh, copied it pasted it into a text box I like to do my images inside of a text box and that way I can just ro rove it around I can um, line it up and then once I get the first one done, here's a trick you need to do when you're formatting. Once you get it the exact size, because if you're playing around with text boxes, you know full well the next time you try to do it, you're going to be inch it off or something. You're going to be just something weird off on one corner or something. So you do the first one, whatever your embellishment is going to be, and you get it inside your text box and you get it in a proper placement and you hit copy. And then every time you need to use it, you hit paste. So you need to go ahead and like, so do a seek and find again. I use that function so much in my editing process. Um, I used four stars to do my chapter breaks because that's what my traditional publishing company required me to do. Um, I had to do four, four um, little stars centered. So all I did was put the four stars in and that brought me to every instance I had stars used. And I went through each chapter, replaced the stars with the cross, and lined it all up. And so the chapter breaks are completely done. So I can check that off on my list of um, things to do. 
and that took me away from actually editing anything else because something happened and I don't know what um, some of my quotation marks were removed while I was using pro writing aid because when I copied from the so what I was doing is using pro writing aid online and I would copy the material that I had in there once I was green and good to go and I would paste it back into my original document well apparently I had an issue with some of my curly and straight quotations because it would bring that up well somehow it removed them into the formatting piece when I went back in so yes that means that I had to reread so I did get back up to chapter 10 and by me doing that I read a huge chunk at a time um, this wasn't the slower read this was the faster read for dialogue so I only pretty much was going where I was seeing the dialogue on the page now it was important for me to do that because I needed to clean up a lot of my contractions a lot of the uh, the words um, making sure that they consistently spoke the way I wanted them to um, I was using in chapter one there was an argument going on and I was using tons of exclamation points you don't do that um, I learned that that is a no-no that you just put periods and the way that they shriek and holler and stamp and um, curse you know you know she says vile cursings or whatever in Spanish come out and all that and I don't say what they are um, that lets you know they're in the middle of a heated argument but just what they're discussing also lets you know that and so having every sentence with an exclamation point um, I caught that novice mistake and I'm really glad um, and I learned that by YouTubing and researching what are some common mistakes that people make in their dialogue um, and making all caps or um, doing the exclamation points no we're taking that away from the reader the reader is going to read it in that way um, and so I fixed that so I was catching a lot of dialogue issues up to chapter 10 and then I had to stop because it was 12 o'clock and I had to go to bed um, but I will say that going through and playing around with the formatting really scared me and I need prayer over this and my husband looked at me and he was like, Jennifer, you're going to get it right. And it might not be right the first time. And I said, I know, but I want it to be right the first time. And he was like, well, just be realistic. Understand that it might not be right the first time and just do the work. So every picture now has to be turned into grayscale or they're not going to print it with Ingram Spark. So it's really important that whatever company you use on print on demand, you read their style guides. So that way your images or your um, individual inserts, they all need to be color changed. So just because you're, you know, pasting in your embellishments, there's still an image and you need to make sure that you're right clicking on those because there's a place where it, it'll show you like crop, like crop the picture and change the color of the picture. You will have formatting options so go to your format picture on each one um, make sure that you turn it to grayscale and if you're going to be using multiple ones and you want the same size 
the best thing for you to do is to go ahead and change that first one and decide, okay, now when I copy and I paste in this particular order, um, it's already grayscaled, so I've saved myself time. So I really like some um, style choices that I made. I haven't done the drop caps yet. Um, not all books are doing drop caps. Um, I took pictures of some things that I really liked on um, people's books, and my husband was like, "That's just too much, Jennifer. Don't, don't, don't even go there. Don't even try to model after that. Just if you want to do a drop cap, just do the drop cap. Get yourself a cool font." So, talking about fonts, Ingram Spark said you need to use a serif font. Now they can change their formatting guide, so. Please make sure that you're following one that's current to, to whatever time this is. Download it. Um, use it as a, you know, a very helpful tool for you so you don't have anything kicked back that, that was on the guide at least. Um, and so at this point, this day and time, it said serif fonts. So I went online because I wanted something that was outside of the Microsoft Word realm. And I went to free commercial, commercial use serif fonts and my friend showed me how to do this yesterday um, because I was finding these really cool fonts and I'm glad I didn't use them because I would have had to take them off um, so I went in and found a really cool font that I liked that was in that font family and I downloaded it and then I had to put it up onto my desktop and slide it over into my um, control panel section where the fonts are then it's there and make sure that you're pulling over the italics folder the bold folder and the um the regular font type folder don't just go with the one because you will want to have all the styles if you do use italics for your song lyrics or our poetry or verses you would want bold for your um headers things like that not headers, but your chapter titles. So make sure that if you are taking fonts for your formatting, that you take all of the different styles. Now, what I loved yesterday was the freedom of fonts. That really broke through, and I had an epiphany. Um, I love to see the different stylistic choices of authors. Um, either they did it or their typesetters did it. Um, there were different fonts for different things. So a journal had a different font. A letter had a different font. Text messages had a font. Um, so I'm going to play around with some of that stuff, but not yet. I, I just got the basic font I wanted. Then I'm going to go back in and make sure it's in the Sarah family. So I thought I lost the website, but thankfully I knew how to go back into history, um, the top right-hand corner, and I found my same website because I, I really liked that one, and I knew I was safe, and it was commercial-free. So stick with the place. Make a folder for a really good websites that you can always come back to in the future. I actually bookmarked it on my bookmarks bar. I cleaned up my bookmarks bar at the same time because I had some stuff that was way, way old on there. Um, and I moved those off. So that so far, I got up to chapter 10 and I, um, have got some more ideas. I'm slowly inserting my images. I've still got to make more. That's the part that's going to take a while, but that's the fun part as well. So my whole weekend is blocked out for, um, picture taking. So, um, 
that's what I'm planning on doing. Well, I hope that you guys have a wonderful Friday and happy editing or whatever day of the week it is that you happen to catch this podcast. Just know that um, being on this author journey, it's always better if you have someone along the ride with you. So email me at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. If you've got any questions or any um, concerns or you want me to make a podcast about a particular topic, I'll go out and I'll research it for you because not only will it help you, I'm sure it will help other listeners and myself. And that's how we grow together. So you guys have a blessed day. Bye. Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to Amazon and find me there. My four Bible devotionals are under the name Jennifer Eichner Lowry. Just type in 30-day Everyday Mom Challenge, Happy Renewal Year Challenge Devotional, 30-Day Teacher Challenge, or Fingerprint Curriculum K-12 Homeschool Planning. If you are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you'll be happy to see $0 appear by your price. Yep, all are free with Kindle Unlimited. And if you'd like to purchase the journal devotionals in paperback so you can reflect away right in the book, you can get your copies for $12.99. Happy reading! So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.